Welcome to the Nourish Gut Podcast, the go-to place for all things gut health. I'm Carly Raven, your gut health naturopath and nutritionist, here to guide you on a journey towards a happier, healthier digestive system. Are you tired of feeling bloated, battling with unpredictable digestion or fearing every meal? Well, you're in the right place. Each week we dive into the world of gut health, breaking down the complexities and uncovering practical strategies to help you and your digestive system thrive. I know firsthand the challenges of dealing with conditions like SIBO and IBS, and that's why I'm here to share expert insights, debunk myths, and bring you interviews with leading experts in the field. Whether you're a practitioner looking for effective clinical solutions or an individual seeking relief from digestive symptoms, you're not alone on this journey. So grab your favorite kombucha or a herbal tea, sit back, and let's dive deep into the world of gut health. Hello and welcome back to the Nourish Gut podcast. Today we are joined by a client of ours from our Nourish Gut program. Her name is Natalie and she's going to be taking you through her experience with navigating uh, a SIBO diagnosis alongside Hashimoto's and her experience with working with us to overcome many of her health challenges. Hello, Nat. How are you? Hi, Carly. I'm good. Thank you so much for being here. I'm very excited to be here to share your journey and let other people know what's possible for them. Thank you for having me. So let's get started and dive right in and have a talk about how you were feeling when you, before you even met me. <laughs> um, so before you started the Nourish Gut program, what kind of gut issues were you dealing with and how did you feel? Mm. Oh, it's a bit of a long story, I think. So I I started with gut sort of wasn't on my radar at all. So I was um, feeling really tired. I had acne and all that kind of stuff. And then um, sort of working with a naturopath, um, she sort of went through my Hashimoto's symptoms and that kind of thing and then gut symptoms sort of popping into my head. So I was like, oh, okay. So this is why I'm feeling bloated all of the time. I had I was constipated all the time or sort of constipation and diarrhea. It was a bit of both. Yeah, acne, tiredness. It was mainly those four that, that were hitting me. Um, and it was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. It was not like a very enjoyable way to be feeling every day. Yeah. I know it's sometimes hard to think back because you feel so different now, but if you can kind of go back to that feeling, how were they impacting your daily life and your overall well-being? Like, did you notice that those symptoms were affecting your ability to work or to socialize or what was happening back then for you? Yeah. So I think in terms of like the bloating, like the gut um, symptoms, bloating, diarrhea and constipation they sort of like if I was out with friends like I would I would eat and then I would just I would want to go home I didn't want to be out I sort of just wanted to be lying down somewhere because I was in pain mm. um and then in terms of like being tired um like I said no to shifts at work because I was exhausted and yeah I just couldn't face going to work in the afternoon or getting up at six o'clock in the morning so yeah I said no to a lot of work and I said no to a lot of social situations as well I didn't want to put myself in that to be in pain or 
Yeah. Yeah. Was it mainly a discomfort when socializing or was it confusion and a bit of anxiety around what to eat or was there other stuff that was going on that was stopping you from leaving the house? Uh, No anxiety for me for food. I think I knew at the end of every meal I was going to feel bloated, but I love food, so I was just going to eat anything and everything that I wanted to eat. I just knew, yeah, that at the end of the night I would be in pain and, yeah, I would just want to get out of there as quickly as possible. And back then were there certain foods that you were kind of had a feeling was not great for you or were you avoiding certain foods back then? I wasn't avoiding any um, until sort of, yeah, the first naturopath that I saw mentioned gluten. So I was like, right, I'm going to avoid gluten because I definitely knew that that was a big one for me. Yeah, and especially with Hashimoto's diagnosis, like we know that that is a big impactor there for any type of autoimmune condition. Mm -hmm. And so when you were going out and you would feel bloated after meals, did you have any idea about what, that food might be or were you super confused because it was like in was every time you ate you were just like I feel mm-hmm. what awful yeah. yeah yeah confused so confused I didn't know what was doing what I had no idea yeah mm-hmm. I knew I, I felt worse when I had gluten I knew I felt way more bloated but yeah every other food I was kind of like oh I ate grapes but now I feel bloated <laughs> what <laughs> when you did take out the gluten did it make you feel better or did you still have symptoms and you still had issues going on or like did it make it a little bit better or what happened there made it a little bit better in terms of the bloating so I wasn't like as bloated but yeah still a little bit bloated still like sluggish and yeah just a bit yucky in the tummy mm, yeah I think your story is going to resonate with a lot of people because I think these are really common symptoms um, and things that can happen in terms of the food that we eat when we have digestive issues, but not also that, but also your picture of this Hashimoto's, which is for anyone listening, Hashimoto's is an autoimmune thyroid condition and often it can be hereditary, but not always. So, and and the two are connected and what we're going to talk about today is, you know, how we ended up working out what was going on with Nat's gut and how we've also been supporting her thyroid to optimize that. Now, when I was just yesterday before, because I knew I was preparing for today to chat to you now, I was like, I'm just going to go back to like the very beginning, that very first consultation that I had with you. And I, one of the things that we do in our clinic is we ask our patients what their health goals are. And we get them to write this down in the form. And you probably have forgotten this, Nat, because this is time for you. <laughs> But what you wrote to me was, I want to be able to eat freely. I want to be bloat free. I want to have clearer skin. I want to finally be SIBO free. And I will hopefully feel less stressed about what foods to eat and feel good after eating. And I'm going to get my Hashimoto's under control. There were some big goals there. Yeah, big goals, yeah. <laughs> um, how, like, how do you feel like, now being on the other side of the mountain, right? And we're going to talk in a little bit about your experience with working with us and what we've done and how you're feeling now. But like looking back on those goals and comparing it to how you feel now, do you have anything to share? I feel, oh, I'm going to say 80% better. Like yeah. that's huge. Yeah, that's massive. I I no longer 
feel extremely tired. I don't have to take naps in the afternoon. I, yeah, breakfast, lunch and dinner, I don't feel bloated, which is really amazing. That's probably one of the the biggest ones for me, just to feel comfortable after eating. Like that's huge. Yeah. And then to be finally SIBO-free, that's amazing as well. Yeah, just to feel like 80% better. Yeah. I'm unreal. Yeah, there's still a little bit of work to, to go, but yeah, I feel awesome. Yeah. And so Nat has kind of spilled the beans. She, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's good. We then did some further testing for Nat um, and discovered that her gut issues um, actually were SIBO, which is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. If you're a seasoned listener to this podcast, you will know what that is. <laughs> you will know lots of information about it. And Nat is one person that we have helped overcome SIBO. Um, so she went through uh, multiple rounds of SIBO treatment and she had to trial some different things. You know, uh, we had to do retesting in between each round of SIBO to actually make sure that she was responding and how she was responding. And sometimes we had to pivot um, or give her different advice. And for Natalie, we were also treating the and supporting nutritional deficiencies and the thyroid because often you can find nutritional deficiencies that are present that are causing uh, the thyroid issue and the little piece of the nugget here is that often nutritional deficiencies are caused by poor gut health like SIBO so you can start to kind of see this little cycle that was happening or a you know uh consequences of one thing then leading to the other unfolding in in Nat's case so yes we went on we treated uh, Nat with uh, lots of different herbs probiotics prebiotics Um, Nat is a client that has done uh, my SIBO food roadmap which is the nutrition program that we've developed um, to help patients with IBS and SIBO um, and how did you find the treatment process, Nat? And I know, like, be super transparent here. Like, it doesn't have to be all rainbows and happy <laughs> days, right? Because we know that health is convoluted. It isn't linear. So, yeah, what has it been like for you? Yeah, I think I like structure. So I think being when we had all my supplements lined up, I had the structure of, right, I'm taking this, 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 this. And I kind of enjoyed that process. I was sort of, um, yeah, it gave me something that I had to do in the morning and I went and did it. So, yeah, taking all the supplements was really easy for me. The Probably the challenge was the the SIBO food roadmap, just sort of starting taking all the, the foods out and just starting from scratch um, for the first, what was it, two weeks? The two, yeah, I did two weeks of stage one. Yeah. So, yeah, just really basic foods. While there's still heaps of foods on the list, it got a little tricky after the two-week mark. But, yeah, that was the biggest challenge. But then you get to add the foods back in and you get to play around with food. So it was a challenge, but, yeah, it was fun. And it was fun learning sort of what what foods are doing what and, like, learning about why we can't have these foods and why we can have these. Yeah, that was really interesting as well. And where are you at at the moment with all of the the treatment side of things? So you're SIBO-free. You are still 
doing the Seabo Food Roadmap. I believe you're stage three and adding yeah, stage back three. in. So yeah. this is um, a part of the the nutrition program that we do is that once you become SIBO free, then get to move into a whole new phase. And this is all about microbiome restoration. Um, and what are your goals at the moment? I know majority of it is around Hashimoto's um, and thyroid support, but are there any kind of lingering symptoms that you wanted to share um, that you are, because you are still a current client of ours um, in mm-hmm. the program and we are still working together. So what are your current goals at this point of the journey? Yeah, I think everything's sort of feeling good now. The only thing I want to keep working on is regular bowel movements. Sometimes it's constipation, sometimes it's loose stools. It's sort of still a little bit over the place. So getting that um, into a more solid routine is now my goal, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that has a lot to do with this thyroid and you've got a study mm. thyroid, I might add. <laughs> yes, a little bit of a crash course here for everyone listening. The thyroid controls our metabolism and can actually impact the motility of our gastrointestinal system. So we often don't think of our thyroid, which is a gland up in our neck, as something that might actually be causing constipation or diarrhea. When the thyroid isn't functioning properly, it can actually take control of certain systems like the gastrointestinal system as well. And because Nat's uh, antibody levels are still quite high, her thyroid itself is good, but the antibodies, that's the autoimmune aspect of this, is still quite high and, and fluctuating. That is something that we are now really focusing on because we believe that that will be the next part of the puzzle in terms of helping her even better regulate her bowel motions that can be still a little bit unpredictable. Um, were there any like unexpected outcomes for you, Nat? Like was there something, and it doesn't even have to be a symptom, like or just something really unexpected that came out of working with us and doing the Nourish Gut program? Super unexpected. I, I'm like a pretty quiet person and I think being in this program has completely grown my confidence like um I said to Carly earlier there's no way I would have done this a year ago (laughs) absolutely not I would not have done an interview I wouldn't yeah I wouldn't have even been comfortable on zoom really with anyone so yeah that that was huge for me and just to be able to sit here and talk to you comfortably and I'm not freaking out so yeah this is like (laughs) that was huge that was huge for me Oh, um, so amazing. What do you think it was about the program or that you've done that's created this shift for you? I think being in the program with people who are going through exactly the same thing as me, I thought I was alone. I thought, oh, I'm the only one with these kinds of symptoms. And then you come to the program and everyone's feeling the same. Everyone's got, you know, different levels of things going on. But you're, yeah, you're t- talking to these other people being like, oh, okay, so you are just like me. Yeah, you kind of feel, yeah, like you're understood by everyone. Yeah, and that you can kind of come out of your shell a little bit and be seen and understood and heard. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's a good... Oh, you go. Sorry, Carly. Yeah, I was just going to say it's a good place to, like, talk about those symptoms that you're not going to talk about with your friends. You don't don't talk about poo with your friends. You can talk about it in this program, which is really cool, yeah. (laughs) Love talking about poo and farts and <laughs> all the things. <laughs> yeah. 
And what was the actual group environment like for you? Because it is, it's such a, Bernadette and I, she's my associate naturopath that runs the program with me now. We often get off calls and often talk um, privately about the community of people in the program. And it, I don't know, I've just come back from maternity leave and last week was my first week back on the group. And I got stepped away after two hours of being with you guys again. And I was just like, like the energy, there's just something about it. And I just felt so uplifted as a naturopath and a facilitator and I'm not even a client. So yeah, what do, what does that feel like for you being part of that community? Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love that everyone's just accepting. Everyone's so lovely. I love that um, maybe during the week, I, I find it, I'm sure other people do as well, your, your motivation sort of starts to slip down a little bit and then you attend a group call and you're, you're back up on top again. So, yeah, they kind of like lift you up every week and it's every week, which is really amazing. So, yeah, I love it. I love attending them. Yeah. So good. Hello, this is just a quick break from today's episode to chat to you about how we would love to help you with your IBS, SIBO or gut health issues. Are you currently struggling to find relief from the daily struggles of IBS or SIBO? We would love to help your journey and we're here to offer a guiding hand. Through the Nourish Gut program, we have created a transformative experience tailored for people who navigate busy lives filled with demanding responsibilities. If you've been grappling with frequent bloating, abdominal pain, irregular bowel movements and food sensitivities, finding lasting relief might seem like an overwhelming feat. We understand the frustration and confusion that can come along with managing your gut health amidst the complexities of your daily life. But fret not, as you don't have to face this journey alone, our program is designed to empower you with evidence-based recommendations and personalised guidance, allowing you to overcome your symptoms and regain control of your health without resorting to lifelong restrictive diets. Imagine a life where you can enjoy food without the fear, free from debilitating effects of digestive discomfort. Picture yourself revitalised, full of energy and ready to embrace life's opportunity with a restored zest for life. With a minimum three-month commitment, the Nourish Gut program offers a high level of support, including one-on-one appointments, one-on-one messaging, weekly group calls, and detailed reviews of your progress weekly. We really, really are passionate about the support that you get through our program. And additional to that, our exclusive online portal is brimming with videos and resources, providing you with all of the tools that you need to accelerate your progress. Our team of highly trained naturopaths and nutritionists, all specializing in IBS and SIBO, is dedicated to guiding you through the complexities of your digestive health issues. Join a supportive community of like-minded individuals who share your struggles and aspirations for long-term solutions that extend beyond restrictive diets. Your health journey is worth investing in and we're here to be your compassionate partners every step of the way. To find the link to the Nourish Gut program, just visit the show notes for this episode, complete the inquiry form to become one of our clients and receive a special offer on the program. I would love to welcome you. What was your favourite recipe in the SIBO Food Roadmap? Because I know, you you know, the SIBO food roadmap sounded like it was one of your biggest challenges, which diet is for most people. Like it, we get so used to 
eating the way we do. So when we change our diet, it it's always going to ruffle some feathers. <laughs> um, but yeah, I want to know what was your favorite recipe um, from our book? Yeah, I think um, so when you made changes and we could start having some chocolates, <laughs> that was my favorite. So the, um, oh, what is it called? The raw, no cravings, raw chocolate little treats. Yep. Them, like hands down. I don't even need to think about it. <laughs> They're the best, yeah. And also actually I'll probably just cook these for the rest of my life. They're amazing. The um, Roddy the rice roddy breads. Oh, yes. Rice Actually, roddy. I remember you being like, I'm stuck. Oh, and something else I do want to talk about today uh, before I let you go is actually you traveling Australia while doing <laughs> all of this. So I'm going to come back to that thought. Um, but I remember you, you were in the middle of your travels and you were like, I am sick of eating just like a platter. Like, what, yeah. what can I do? I need to change it up. And I was like, hey, have you seen, you know, the roadie bread recipe in stage two? And so the fact that you're saying this now is like <laughs> mm-hmm. giving me flashbacks to the first time you asked <laughs> guidance around that. Yeah. Um, and it's just a simple little thing that makes you feel mm-hmm. like, you know, you can change it up during the week, isn't it? It's like a simple recipe. Yeah. like Absolutely, yeah. And it's yeah. also so much better than a lot of the wraps that we can get in bullies and stuff isn't it because they're filled with who knows what really terrible ingredients so it's good to have an alternative were they hard to make no very easy I think the most important bit is putting the oil on your hands if you don't have oil that sticks everywhere (laughs) so oil very important (laughs) good to know so while doing all of this we're traveling Australia in your 79 series with a rooftop tent, mm-hmm. tiny fridge in your canopy. Now I've traveled Australia for 12 months. So like I know the challenges that come with that and the change of routine. You're always moving. You're always in somewhere different. Sometimes you don't have reception. Sometimes you don't have access to food that you might like. And you have done not only all of your treatment plan, become SIBO-free, but you've travelled Australia while you've done it. Can you give us a little bit more insight into what that actually was like for you? Yeah. Um, I think because I went for six months, so the first maybe two months I was, yeah, pretty much near the start of my treatment or in the second round I think I was. And... I was going to all these new places and breweries and all these amazing foods and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to do this trip again. So I I tried to live by the 80-20 rule. <laughs> it did slip. It slipped out to 70-30 probably because um, so many amazing foods and things that I didn't want to miss out on. But I still um, I kept to the, the roadmap as closely as I could so that was yeah probably the first challenge is trying was trying not to have all the yummy delicious things um but hey I was CBO free so it does still work even if you dabble in a little bit of this and that 
Yes. And that's something I wanted to, as you were talking, that came to my mind because something I'm so passionate about is that most diets for the treatment of SIBO are really restrictive. Our SIBO food roadmap is actually the least restrictive Mm -hmm. dietary therapy that you can use to treat SIBO. And I've done that for a reason, but just hearing you talk then just really emphasized to me the, that my passion and the decisions that I made and the roadmap that I've created kind of reinforces those pillars, I suppose, of we don't need to starve ourselves and deprive our gut to overcome SIBO. And you are an example of that, of like, you know, even eating more food and potentially not all of the things that you should have been, but you were still able to achieve your goal yeah your overarching goal of becoming SIBO free and I'm sure I remember when we first hit the road that first month like when we got up to Darwin and Broome and I found Matzo's ginger beer and just <laughs> yeah. like, there's nothing better than just having and this is an alcoholic ginger beer and it was so hot and I just wanted to chill out after a big day driving or exploring and then I think I got like one month in, I'd noticed, oh my gosh, I've been having like an alcoholic <laughs> drink every night or every second night. And I was starting to feel bloated and not my usual self. So I said, okay, I can't, this is our life, you know, for however long. So I can't keep drinking like this. So, and I'm sure, did you experience stuff like that too where you were like oh yep. I'm just gonna let go a little bit and you're like oh I'm not feeling so great I'm gonna I feel right back feel in that. again yes I specifically remember that happened in when I was in Exmouth uh yeah I sort of started feeling like okay I need to pull this back and then I think um I did a retest just before then and I still had SIBO at that point so I was like righto let's <laughs> knuckle down <laughs> you can do it and it like it was it was pretty easy. I was and I was still enjoying delicious food, still following the the roadmap. So yeah, I definitely wasn't missing out on things. They were just a little different to your usual burger. It was just the burger without the outsides, just the insides. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, you're still <laughs> eating yummy things. Um, but then it, yeah, sometimes it was a challenge when we were more remote and you couldn't get your fresh spinach and your fresh lettuce and tomatoes and all that kind of thing so we sort of like stocked up foods we had a freezer as well so we stocked up heaps of fruit and veg and all that kind of thing so we we didn't do too bad I think there was probably like a week or two where it was just rice and an old avocado or (laughs) some chicken out of the freezer but yeah as soon as you hit the shops then you can just get your fruit and veg back in yeah so it was it was a challenge but we might do yeah and I just want to like acknowledge and celebrate you because like when you first told me that you're hitting the road and having I had that experience I think I was almost just wrapping up 12 months just as you were leaving Mm -hmm. I was like oh this is going to be really interesting to see how how this steers your journey with your gut health because and all of your goals because and I'll be super honest here most people will go oh this is too hard I'm going to throw the towel in at this point And you said it yourself, I'm never going to do this again in my life. You know, like this trip is this trip and I just want to enjoy it for all that it is. And most people would have completely 
throwing the towel in and be like, I'm just going to give this six months everything. I'm going to put my health on hold. I'm not going to do it, but not you. So I want Mm -hmm. to acknowledge you for doing not only because it isn't the most easy treatment, right? When you're at home. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Your own comfy environment with your own natural day-to-day routine, but you have been able to achieve this while on the road with constant change um, and you were willing to pivot even when you got your results back and it wasn't quite done, you know, and you're like, bugger, like I really just want this to be over, but I'm still traveling and I've got to keep doing this. So Mm -hmm. a huge well done to you. And now you get to reap the rewards of that. So it's, I'm sure it's all worthwhile. Yeah, thank you. And, like, I probably couldn't have done it without your support and Bernadette's support as well. Like, if ever I was in, like, I had questions or, yeah, anything, I could just reach out to you guys and just be like, oh, I'm in this situation, what do I do? Yeah, so, yeah, your support was really helpful as well. I'm glad that it's been able to help because we really do, yeah, strive to. It's one of my favourite things about the program is, making sure that people have that support when they need it because life happens and things pop up and you shouldn't have to wait a month for your next consultation to get back on track. Is there anything else that you found kept you motivated and on track throughout the program? Was it mostly our support when you were off off track that pulled you back in or was there something else that helped yeah I think it was yeah it was mostly just uh, attending the group calls and yeah just reaching out whenever we needed to to you guys and you would just get back to us mainly that but yeah having the like all your um materials and like all the um what are they called online <laughs> videos and the modules yeah. and education yeah, all, the modules. <laughs> yeah. all of that stuff yeah if ever you were you sort of um thinking about oh how do I ease my constipation just go to the the module with all that work and then just just work through it so yeah having all that information at your fingertips at all times super duper helpful yeah and is there anything that you would say to someone who's considering working with us and doing the nourish gut program any advice or words of wisdom that you'd like to share I feel like, I, I mean, I said it too, I've tried everything, nothing's working. We haven't tried everything because they're not in your program. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like if you're, like I looked at your Instagram for ages and I was like, do I, don't I, oh, I don't know. I um denied for ages and look where I am now. So I think if you're sort of looking at starting the program, just do it, just do it. Like I feel like you can't really put a price on feeling healthy. Yeah, I think I can show that now. And like I think price for me was a little bit at the start. I was a bit um, not in the position to spend that money, but you had your um, payment plan, which is great. Um, so that was the only thing setting me back. But, yeah, now I think about it. I don't know why I didn't do it sooner. <laughs> but, yeah, I think just do it. Just take the leap. Yeah. I think that I can resonate with that from a from a birthing perspective of, you know, um, choosing to home birth was quite an expense um, and I look back now and don't regret it and can't even believe that when I was having my first home birth that I almost didn't do it because of the 
expense. So yes, I think once you're on the other side, looking back, mm-hmm. you can easily see that and value it. Sometimes it can be hard to value it when you don't, you haven't seen and felt that transformation mm-hmm. yet. Um, and this is why we interview people like yourself so that we can give others the confidence and the reassurance that, you know, this isn't a cookie cutter program. We are highly invested in the outcomes that we get for patients and we love working very deeply with each person that comes through the program and treating them as the individual that they are so that they get results like you have. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much for your time and for sharing your experience. And I can't wait to kind of see, I think you've only got a short little bit to go. Like you are, as you said, you're feeling 80% there. So I'm super excited for unlocking the next 20%. Me too. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. I look forward to continuing with you for as long as I want to. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's people in there that have been, as you would know, that have been in there since I very start, like very start of when I uh, developed the program and The good thing is as well about the program is that you can stay on for month to month for as long as you need for accountability, for community, for support, for our eyes over your health whenever things happen. So, yeah, stay with us for as long as you need, Nat. That is completely (laughs) fine. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to reach out to us about the Nourish Gut program, you can click on the link in the show notes below. If you would like to talk to us about whether this program is suited for you, please book a gut health call. There is a link to that in the show notes below as well. And like always, if there is someone in your world that could benefit from hearing about Natalie's story and how she has overcome SIBO, gut issues, acne, and is working on healing her Hashimoto's, please share it with the person in your life. And also please subscribe and like our podcast so that you can keep notified with upcoming episodes that we release. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Nourish Gut. If you've enjoyed today's deep dive into gut health or found value in our discussions, please consider subscribing leaving a review or sharing with a friend who could use a little digestive support. Remember, your gut is not just a digestion center, but a core part of your overall well-being. If you have specific topics you'd like us to cover or even just a question you'd like us to answer, feel free to reach out. You can find us over on Instagram at Carly Raven Naturopath or even drop us an email at hello at carlyraven.com. And before we go, a big thank you to you, our incredible community and our dedicated listeners. Your journey to butter gut health inspires us every single day. Stay tuned for more insightful episodes. And until next time, take care of your gut, nourish your body and embrace the amazing journey to a healthier, happier you.